Asho to kuniku ni nje gogowu. Asho afofun ko jeka maolowo. Ashiwere inyan ni nsokwe iru onwosi iru repo juwe bagbe jilo. Asheshe yo mariwo olo unwo konrun. She anwa shaju reshe beri. Ashe borokini makiye sabiya bubwa biya doshe. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host, Bidemi Ologune. Eka bosi abara iketa lilogbon eto owe Yoruba. Orukomini Bidemi Ologune. On this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs that describe concepts such as moderation, humility, appearances, and frugality. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here says, Ashe borokini makiye sabiya bubwabiya doshe. So in classic Yoruba tradition, this proverb is another example of a comparison that is made to sound um, fancy or flamboyant, as the case may be. So this Ashe Borokini basically means someone who is living lavishly. And then Ashe Borokini, Makiye Sabiya. So this person is not paying attention to the cleanliness of his or her armpits. And then this person soon finds that both armpits have been taken over with foamy filth. So at the risk of sounding too gross, um, we, we all know what happens when we don't have a, sh- have, a, have a shower for days. And the first places, the first few places that start to give off indication is the armpits and other places. So that, that sense of a dirty armpit. So we can picture that in our heads in line with someone who is living lavishly, someone basically spending money flamboyantly and so on. So this proverb is kind of a cautionary proverb saying, if you're living too lavishly, but you don't pay attention to your cleanliness, then you start to realize that your armpits are becoming unseemly. It starts to smell and then people around you start noticing. So in other words, we should pay attention to detail because that is a very fundamental component of a good character. And like I always like to say with um, when talking to my friends and relatives and so on, if you really want to know how clean someone is, all you have to do is take a look at their closets, their wardrobe at home, or their bathroom, their toilets, um, or inside their car, or anywhere else that is like a personal space that people don't necessarily see. So the amount of attention they pay into getting those places clean, including their kitchen, for example, would show the kind of person they are. Because anyone can wear good clothes to go out. Anyone can wear nice-looking clothes, smell nice, good shoes, etc. But the test, the true test of someone's character, which is what this proverb is trying to address, is how well they take care of their personal spaces that other people don't necessarily see. So, Ashe Borokini, Makiye Sabia, Bubuabia Doshe. 
The person who lives in style, who lives lavishly, flamboyantly, but doesn't pay attention to his or armpits, soon finds out that both armpits have been taken over with filth, basically grime and all sorts of synonyms that goes with that. So the second proverb I have here says, she reshe so this translates to the newly emerged palm front, says it will touch the sky. The those that came before it do so. So this is another comparison proverb that's basically saying when a palm front is growing on a palm tree, the palm front boasts of touching the sky because it's something that's very flamboyant like as the case may be and then it's feeling like oh i'm growing so long and tall i might as well touch the sky but then the the cautionary tale is the palm fronts that came before you the ones that are literally now on the ground below you because they are old and the palm tree basically shed them and now they are falling and brown on the ground ask them if they got to touch the sky before you make your own boast and so on. So in other words, what this means is ambition should be tempered with realism. So if we all know cases of people who are um, developing their career or someone who starts out at a young age to be so wildly successful, that kind of person should temper their ambitions with realism because as we all know, nothing lasts forever. We should always make the most of any opportunities we have and so on so that we don't turn out to become this palm front that at its young age, it's feeling like it can touch the sky. But then eventually it's going to grow old, serve the purpose it's meant to serve for the palm tree and then get shed and falls to the ground, just like leaves on the trees and so on. So ambition should always be tempered with realism. The newly emerged palm front says it will touch the sky. The those that came before it do so. So the third proverb I have here says, so it's only an imbecile, a crazy person that says there's no one else like himself, not knowing that the likes of him are much more than several thousands. So in other words, there's nothing new under the sun. There's no one the likes of whom the world has never seen. So there's also this popular saying that, So saying we haven't seen something before, it's only going to scare the person who is involved in the issue because eventually there's nothing new under the sun. There's no one who can claim that there's there's no one like him or her before. So as much as we are all unique in our individual characteristics and traits, basically meaning there's no situation that would befall us that hasn't happened to other people. And that's in as much as we all we are all unique individuals. So this Yoruba proverbs also serves a cautionary tale, saying it's only a crazy person that would say there's no one like himself. There are several thousands of him or her if we look closely. So
So the fourth proverb I have here says, Ashoa for fun, kujeka molowo. This translates to the clothes that are washed clean make identifying a rich person impossible. So this is one of the proverbs that always has a deep meaning anytime I, I hear it or anytime I apply it to whatever it is I'm, I'm going through. Basically meaning appearances can be deceptive. So a version of this I always like to, to say is whenever maybe my wife and I are going out and then I point to a random fancy car and I ask her, what's the level of the gas tank in this car, in this Lamborghini or Range Rover and so on. And then it's difficult to know because all we see is the Range Rover, the Mercedes, the Audi and so on. But the car could be on empty, empty gas tank, or it could be full. So as, as much as we don't know that, we shouldn't just assume that this person that is driving this expensive car has everything together. On the other hand, the car could even be a rental, or it could be a borrowed car, or whatever the variations of that analysis we can take it to. So, Ashua Fofun, Kujeka Molowo, clothes that have been washed clean makes identifying a rich person impossible because now poor people are wearing clean clothes. Rich people are wearing clean clothes. So we can't base someone's wealth on just the mere fact that they are wearing clean clothes, which is similar to the um, earlier proverb I mentioned about knowing how a clean person would be identifiable because they, they smell clean. No, a dirty person can also smell clean. So what we need to be able to identify someone who is clean or not is looking at their closets, their car, their kitchen, how tidy they keep their personal spaces that other people don't necessarily see. So in, also in this case, clothes that are clean doesn't necessarily indicate a rich person because a poor person can also afford to wear clean clothes. So appearances can be very deceptive. So the last proverb I have here says, Ashotoku niku, ninja gogowu. The last piece of clothing in our possession automatically becomes our best piece of clothing because that's literally the last thing we, we have, the last thing we own. So we, of course, want to take good care of it. In the same instance, there's nothing to compare it to. So it can always be said, okay, this is my best clothes because this is my one and only remaining piece of clothing. So what this basically means is we should make the most of what we have because at the end of the day, comparison doesn't really do much for anyone or any instance. So it's that rare scenario where we find ourselves with literally nothing. Then we start to identify or pay attention to how good we had it and so on. So all these proverbs are basically meant to make us think deep and reflect and basically self-awareness, self-esteem, um, appearances can be deceptive, frugality, humility, moderation is important. And of course, this is applicable in every other language, every other tribe, every other culture, not just among the Yoruba people. This is one of the reasons I said I'm doing this podcast to showcase the richness of the Yoruba culture, the Yoruba language, 
Yoruba tradition and all these deep meanings that we can pass on to younger generations and just keep it alive so that we don't lose touch of this, our history, our origin and so on. So that's all I have for this episode 27 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thanks for listening. The Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowale Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Ologunde. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Tobiloba Ologunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think may benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at bdmeologunde.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.